0: Welcome to episode 53 of the Cinefessions podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name's Brandon Shawan. And joining me tonight, we have Ash Collins and Mark Nadu. Mark, how have you been since we last talked?
1: I don't remember the last time we talked.
0: I <laughs> know. It's been so damn long.
1: You guys, you guys sound familiar, but not that familiar.
2: <laughs> you know? Wait. wait
0: it, who are it? you guys again? Oh, 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 oh who is this guy? <laughs> I don't know. He sounds so different.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Ash, how are you doing? Oh, I'm just peachy. Yeah, tired I hear. Yeah, just a little. Yeah, that is unfortunate. But we are uh, here tonight to talk about Saw 4. So we are continuing our complete Saw series arc. Now we are doing two podcast recordings this week. And so for our listeners, you're actually going to have two podcast episodes go live next week. And so we're doing the hard work this week so you guys can bear the fruit of our labor next week
1: yes eat my fruit
0: that's right so we will be almost done with it by July 1st but we'll have one more episode that will go live I think it's like July 7th or 8th I guess it would be and that would be the final in the Saw series and then we'll move on to something bigger and better hopefully who knows my fruit is passion yeah it's round and succulent
1: (laughs) juicy oh man Swallow the seeds of my passion fruit.
0: <laughs> oh, God. So all three of us I'm are finished. working hard on our Cinefession Summer streams Challenge 5.
1: Yes, it's not easy. I'm
2: supposed to be working hard this year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'll, I'll I'll do better. That's all right.
1: I'm uh, starting to freak out a bit. I uh, I thought I had a lot of time left <laughs> and things... <laughs> Pile up and uh, time's running out, so it should, uh, should be interesting. We'll yes. get down to the wire.
0: Right. As of this recording, we're going to kind of talk more about this in, in the next episode, um, but, which we're going to record in a couple nights. But as of today, today is the 20th of June, so we are 20 days in. Mm-hmm. Mark, what movie number are you on at this point?
1: I just finished 19.
0: 19? Oh, Please, you're doing great. Dad. I got work
1: ahead of me. Uh, yeah. yeah, things happen, you know. So, yeah, I still have to watch, you know, a uh, movie 20 to 30 uh, in the yep. next 10 days. So, <laughs> and five of those days are work days. <laughs> oh, so, it should be interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely. Ash, just a real quick update. How's yours going along? I finished off um,
2: Star Trek The Next Generation entirely. Okay. And uh, I started watching Alien, watching it with the director commentary. Oh, okay. um, The special edition versions, which is actually kind of disappointing because I already know all these stuff they're talking about. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of interesting hearing them talk about it in their voice. It's
0: just, you know, (laughs) I I already knew all this stuff. Yeah. How are the Blu-ray transfers? That's the first time you're watching them on Blu-ray, right? Yes. The Blu-ray
2: of Alien is fucking awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, you so much awesome. better because I used to have I had the DVD version like a long time ago of right. the special edition, and you could tell the like clips that they put in, and they completely mm-hmm. fixed them up for the Blu-ray. They look and sound fantastic.
0: Hmm, that's awesome. So, just as a reminder, Mark's challenge is called the backlog, and he is trying uh, attempting to watch thirty unwatched DVDs that he owns in these 30 days of June. Mm -hmm. Ashes is entitled Generation Revisited and uh, his attempt was to watch the 50 episodes of Star Trek Next Generation, watch The Alien Quadrilogy, and watch The Thing. And my challenge was called The Trashy Trailer Test where I was attempting to watch uh, a randomly selected 160 horror, sci-fi, and cult cinema trailers which I am right now... Oh, and for, for movies which I've watched... Two movies, I guess. I watched um, Fantastic Four from 2015, which I actually thought was not that bad. Okay. And I watched – which my review is actually on cinefessions.com right now. It's a capsule review of it. And I watched uh, The Dead Next Door, which I'm actually doing – I'm partaking in a -a blog-a-thon during the month of July for another website. And so that's uh, – I wrote up that review yesterday, so that will be live sometime in the month of July. So you can look for it there. But Dead Next Door – I, I can definitely see why it's a cult favorite. I really enjoyed it Oh, can we, it
1: was. Can we back up a second? A- yeah. Another blog? Are, are,
0: are, you, are you cheating on us? Well, the, the idea is that when you are taking these blogathons, yeah. then more people will see your work, and so more yeah. people will be interested in the website. And so I'm trying to get people to Cinefessions oh. Oh. via other oh. websites.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's okay then. I, I, for for a second, I, I, I just thought that wasn't good enough for you.
0: And, <laughs> no, you uh, were more than enough, uh, that's for sure. Oh, but in my, for in my trailer test here, I am 111 trailers in. And holy shit, I've seen some weird stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll
0: talk a little bit more about it. We'll kind of go through some highlights and whatnot up to this point. But we're going to do that on the next episode, um, so you guys will be able to... Our listeners will be able to hear that uh, come Monday of uh, next week. So just a few more days to wait. Um, We're going to kind of dive into Saw pretty quickly here. Um, But before that, is there anything that you've watched maybe in the last couple weeks, maybe one or two things that you want to talk about today as opposed to waiting until next week to talk about? Do you have anything that you would like to talk about, Ash?
2: Uh, I blew through all of the Mm. new Voltron series on Netflix oh okay is that animated mm-hmm. yes uh it is it's a mix of cg and regular animation it's actually done by the same studio that did avatar the last airbender and uh the legend of korra okay uh and it's by the same producers too that they, they co-created it um uh but uh it's actually really good um i mean there's like a it's a little goofy because it's designed for younger kid. you know for kids you mm-hmm. know uh but they have there's enough of an adult storyline there to to keep it interesting and you know the visuals are great. Um then they uh they did uh they did quite a few neat things with it. Um and they, they kind of, they have like some callbacks to the original Japanese version and the US version, so I thought that was pretty cool. Awesome. But, that sounds uh, really cool. Yeah, I'm working on a review for that too, so
0: good. Very cool. Excellent. and and what about you, Mark? Anything worth talking about?
2: Uh, yeah, lots actually. But I'm gonna keep
1: my C, uh, CSSC S C five stuff for the next episode, I guess. Yeah, sounds um, good. I, I guess a big bummer uh, that I heard yesterday was that uh, Anton Yelchin had passed away. Yeah, that uh, sucks. And I had just watched Green Room uh, Green Room the week before for the second time. Um, so that, that really bummed me out, um, because he is a great talent and I really enjoyed his genre film because he did a lot of them and, uh, most of them were actually really, really good. So I was kind of like, at first I thought maybe I was getting punked online, you know, those fake, uh, deaths. Right. Yeah, I and Then yeah, they all started like coming in pretty quick. So yeah, so I was kind of bummed by that. Um, apart from that, really, I've been, focusing mostly on my challenge. So yeah. that's really the only film that I would consider out of my challenge so far this month. Okay. And, uh, actually tomorrow I'm going to go to, uh, tomorrow's cheap day at, uh, my local Cineplex. So I'm planning on checking out a few things tomorrow, which won't be part of my challenge either. I'm okay. going to go see Conjuring 2 tomorrow.
2: Oh, that was awesome. That was the other one I saw. Yes. Conjuring it, 2 was fantastic.
1: I keep hearing good things about it. So there's that I'm going to go check out. And during the day by myself, I might go see uh, Terminator, or Terminator, uh, Turtles 2, and uh, finally X-Men a- Apocalypse. So that's my goal. It all depends if I can get a workout in time and maybe try to get one C, 5 film as well for my backlog challenge. Mm-hmm. Um... But that's the plan. So, for sure, Conjuring 2 tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, Turtles 2 and maybe a third one if I can, just because it's like five bucks and it's air conditioned. So, (laughs) might as well.
0: Sounds like a good day. All three ones I haven't checked out yet, but I really want to.
1: But everything else I've watched this month was pretty much for the challenge because I'm trying to do a movie a day and it's difficult when you work 12 hour days. Oh, yeah. But I've seen some good ones, some really, really good ones. A few shitties, which, Mm -hmm. you know, it's to be expected. But I've got some good stuff on this list, which I kind of kicked myself for not uh, watching, you know, a decade earlier. <laughs> so
3: right.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a few in there that I, I was kind of commenting to you on Twitter as you're going through them. And, you know, you would comment back and say, yes, you do need to see this one. And so I'm excited to talk about those in yeah. just a couple nights here. So, mm-hmm. Excellent. So one thing I do want to ask before we jump into Saw 4, mm-hmm. uh, the the question of the week. So I've been watching a ton of trailers, which got me thinking. Are there any trailers that uh, you guys remember throughout your years of movie watching that really stuck out to you over the years as as one that you'll always remember for one reason or another? Could be positive or negative. Is there any that, that spring to mind immediately? No. And I know, uh, I know. I think we talked about in this in the past how at least Ash, I believe you and I talked about how we try to avoid trailers a lot of the time. Um, but is there any that kind of stick out to well, you at all?
1: The things trailers have changed. In the oh, course so of like thirty years, like obviously you would know since you're, you've watched so many in the yeah. last month here, mm-hmm. um, but the styles have changed and they've gone from you know, uh, pretty much playing sometimes playing full scenes to yeah. being very spoilerific these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, I can't think of a trailer that I can come back on like, well, yeah, that was really good. I can't think of any
3: right now.
2: Gotcha. Um, I actually the. <laughs> The trailers I'm not talking, and that's not the teaser. It was the um, they came out with two different ones for the Star Trek reboot. Um, They actually had their own music, and they had like their own little like story themes and everything to them. Um, But the two trailers, they they were there was like a they they kind of did like a couple different things with them. Um, But uh, it was they weren't completely spoiler filled. It kind of got you into the film a little bit. It was like, you know, hey, here's kind of what's going on, you know, without completely ruining it. And and it kind of it got you interested without completely just hosing the film, um, which I thought was fantastic. Um, the other one would be probably Star Wars Force Awakens, because that one just, yeah, uh, when they did that one,
0: that was pretty cool. Um, those are the more recent ones. Yeah. I yeah. I thought you were talking, when you were talking the first thing, I thought you were talking about Force Awakens, but you were talking about, what is it, I forget what they're called, but the one that takes place before Episode 4 that's coming out this year? Oh, Rogue, Rogue One. one. Yeah. Rogue One, is that what that, you were talking about? That one's a good one too, yeah. Oh.
1: Apparently it's going through some heavy reshoots. Really? So, yeah, apparently the original director, whose name I uh, escapes me right now, um, his film was very dark, and I guess they're kind of lightening the mood a bit with some reshoots with a different director so uh, that's interesting so i'm hoping one day they'll do it like uh, that exorcist movie where they'll release both versions the one of yeah. the original director and the director they they got to reshoot half the film so
3: right.
1: yeah I, 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 because you know what from just knowing the synopsis of the film mm-hmm. it should be a darker grittier film oh, like yeah. you infiltrate you get the plans you cut out you know mm-hmm. um
2: well, i think the problem is it's literally the there, it literally ends like at the start of Star Wars Episode 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, like it, like that your rogue one ends and Star Wars Episode 4 begins. That's the hmm. general idea, but it's yeah. just like cool, you know. So, they want it to kind of match the tone a little bit, yeah. yeah.
0: So, which move which trailers were you talking about then? Because that's what I thought you were talking
2: about. No, oh, yeah, first? uh, there's the two, the Star Trek reboot. Trailers. Oh, Star Trek. Okay,
0: I so, yeah. I missed the word trek. That was my problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. But yeah. No. The t- the original, not for Into Darkness, but the mm-hmm. the
0: the reboot they did in 09. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
2: They they had a couple of trailers that were just they were really well put together. They kind of told like their own little stories within the trailers, and they they got everything together, and
0: it would they were just well done. Yeah, definitely. I remember those. Yeah, for me, it it would have to be. Um, There was two that really stand out to me. The first one, and it could be vice versa, but the first one I can recall was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Uh, They had these like flashbulb sound effects. Yes. Oh,
1: yeah. I do remember that one. That was actually really good.
0: Yeah. And I remember one point in the the trailer, the the theater went completely black and then you just hear kind of footsteps going around and people talking or yelling, whatever the hell it was. Uh, I remember that one hitting me and I was like, damn, like that's what really got me excited for that film. And uh the second one was I think it was Saw Two. It may have been Saw Three, but I'm almost certain it was Saw Two. That had the trailer at the end, it would ha it had the um what's the puppet? Billy the puppet mm-hmm. had you know, come out and it would turn to the camera and it says something along the lines of, Are you ready, Detroit? Like it would said specific cities and that just, Oh cheap Pop McFoley. Oh my yeah, god. That- absolutely got me like Ugh. i thought that was just the coolest fucking thing man. oh they know us they know detroit oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like you know i was obviously select cities throughout the country that would that would do that and uh like major cities i would imagine and uh, i don't know i just thought that was really cool and i was just like holy shit like uh, that's
1: funny that. yeah i'd remember that too that if they ever yep. said winnipeg but they don't yeah
0: yeah, that was the fake one. The real one was Detroit, but, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, excellent. All right, so we will, uh, you know, dive deeper into our week in, in or what we've been watching the past couple so weeks deep. in our CSSC five mm-hmm. on next episode, episode fifty four, which will be live on Monday. So look for that coming there soon. Episode fifty four. Look for that coming soon, is what I meant to say. there. But.
1: If we ever came in to like music and stuff, like, you know, what, let's say we had themed music mm-hmm. for every episode, yeah. we would have to do disco for episode 54, right? Disco. Am I the one doing this, you know, in Studio 54? Oh,
0: God. You, know? you had to spell that one out a little God, bit. I'm so I'm
1: old. Yeah. <laughs> First thing I came to was Donna Summers, Don't Leave Me This Way. I was like, huh? Kind of good dance now. Oh, man. And it could be Mike Myers trying to pick up guys at his club.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So let's continue on our Saw Complete Series reviews, this time with Saw 4 from 2007. Now, as always, there will be spoilers for the first four films in the Saw franchise. So if you have not watched those movies, make sure you stop now, watch them, and then come back and listen to the podcast. So, this is from 2007, directed by Darren Lynn Bousman. Darren Lynn Bousman. This actually wraps up kind of the, the Bousman trilogy. Yes. Because he did two, three, and four, and then uh, didn't come back to the series. So, this one was, had different writers. Uh, Lee Winnell was not one of the writers this time, which is uh, and different. And you can tell. <laughs> yeah. So, this one was written by uh, Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan. Now, y'all can hate, but these are actually the writer and directors of The Collector and The Collection. Which yeah. are fucking
1: awesome. You think? Well, you I know what? Love- I, I didn't see the collection. i have only seen the first one.
0: That's and- Yes, you're right. I only saw the collector as well. I've not seen the collection yet, but I love the collector. Yeah, there's
1: a reason why I didn't see the collection yet.
0: <laughs> but this Saw 4 has an IMDB score of 5.9 out of 109,883 votes at the time of this recording. A Metacritic score of 36, a tomato meter of 17%, an audience score on Rotten Tomatoes of 62%. Had a budget of ten million, just like Saw th- uh, Three, and grossed over sixty-three million. So it earned about seventeen million less than Saw Three, mm. which is interesting. So, what is your history with Saw Four, Ash? What, how many times have you seen this? Uh, when was the first time you saw it, and so on?
2: Um, this is probably the third time I've seen it, and okay. uh, rental.
0: I, I rented it many moons ago. Right. And what about you, uh,
1: Mark? I'm pretty sure I've seen this in the theaters, and I think this was the last one I saw in the theaters. Uh, maybe it oh, was okay. Saw Five. Uh, I know Six and Seven. I waited till Blu-ray, and actually, I, I think I just saw the last last one like just like a few years ago because I'm like, I, got, I should open this up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw this uh, in in theaters.
0: Very good. Yeah, uh, this one I did not see in theaters. I think the only, I think the only one I saw in theaters was with, like the second one. Everything else I think I waited to, maybe, yeah, everything else I waited to uh, home video. And mm-hmm. this was the same. I think this is only the second time I've seen this. And just for reference, as I mentioned this before, <laughs> I uh, originally gave Saw 4 uh, 9 out of 10 stars on IMDb.
1: Oh, poor you. Oh, <laughs> I, just want, I just want to hug <laughs> you. you and give you medicine.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh, I, th- I, think, I think you have a fever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, times have changed, but that's what I initially gave it. (laughs) Have they
1: though? We'll see at the end of the episode, folks.
0: We will. We will. (laughs) Uh, All right, so we open up with this pretty brutal, pretty
1: sexy autopsy. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Brutal. Mm -hmm. Well,
2: and and I remember we were talking about it before with the autopsy. Uh, It's a medical procedure. So they can get away with showing as much of it as they want. And he showed
1: all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, They did. They took advantage of that, man. It was gross to watch. I think some of the special effects in this one were probably, well, I think the special effects in general in Saw 4 were probably some of the best I've seen in the series so far, which makes sense. Yeah. You know, Bousman has two other uh, uh, Saw films under his belt at this point. So, I mean, it makes sense that it's getting better as it goes on in terms of that, at least.
1: Well, you know, the first time watching it for the episode, um, I was eating salad at the time. And I had to pause the film because I have a thing where I can't watch something gory and eat yep. food at the same time because whatever I see on screen, I can kind of taste it or feel it in my mouth. So <laughs> as, so yeah, it, it really is. And you know, my lettuce was maybe a deer to past the freshness <laughs> date, So it was a little wet and a little mushy. Yeah. So I finished my salad and went back to the film. I had to press pause, folks. Yeah, I'm a diehard, but my stomach is not.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, one thing I thought was really strange. So, Costas Mandalore, however, how you say his name, Mandalore is A Lieutenant Mark Hoffman oh, here. Oh, I mean, sorry. <laughs> but in Saw 3, yes. he was the forensics guy. Now, yes. as the film went on, I could forgive it. It just seems like something that needed to be done in order to kind of move the this character forward. Mm-hmm. Because they decided they wanted to reuse it, but I thought it was so strange. I mean, it, I feel like they could have just given him a different name, and it would have been a lot less confusing. Because I was trying he, to figure out like the whole but, first. But it was
1: barely in the film number three, right? He was just yeah. like an, another schmo. Um, exactly. And the thing is, you know, you signed up for the Saw series. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, like, I'm sure this guy was like, "Yeah, we have an arc for your character, and it's going to go boom, boom, boom." So like, you, you'll be like an, uh, an afterthought in three, and in four, this is where you come to be, type of thing. Mm-hmm. um so i'm sure he did on purpose just so that they, so? they oh i totally because yeah. now knowing what we know and you look back he looks guilty he looks like a bad guy right. just in that one scene in three you know mm-hmm. um so then when he comes out to you know his uh his party i guess in four um you go back to three and you're like oh yeah, i totally knew that you could totally see it but you know we're not gonna you know give the fans any any hints of what might come um that was done on purpose totally
0: yeah, and I feel like it's probably something that if we weren't podcasting through it, so looking at it uh, with a, uh, you know, deeper comb than others probably would be going through the series, it's probably something that wouldn't even, uh, you know, you wouldn't even come across. You wouldn't even notice, I guess.
1: Maybe, but my, my comb is pretty deep.
0: <laughs>
1: it's very toothy. Hair's thinning though, so I don't know why. I'm just pulling roots out, but whatever.
0: <laughs> but your beard is, is really thin, Oh,
3: so. it's epic. <laughs> so I
1: put some glitter in that in some bitch, and it's all you, yeah.
3: good
0: times,
1: oh God. Little beard. Yeah.
0: So, what did you guys think of that first trap? And I'll, I'll remind you if you don't remember what it was. It was the 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 one. It was two guys, kind of with the neck, like the collars on, with the chain. Uh, and, uh, one yeah. One guy had his eyes sewn shut. The other guy had his mouth sewn shut. Yeah, Same. I did like
2: that one. I actually kind of like that one. Um, I, I I think. I like the design. I think it needed yeah. better setup. Yeah,
0: the- that's that's exactly what I was th- was putting down. Like the You're absolutely right. The way it was designed was design was really cool, but I just felt like there was nothing setting it up. Like there was no tape that was played. And yeah. I surprisingly I missed that, you know, because I'm just so used to it. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. But, yeah, but no watching the that, the blind man get hit in the head with the hammer. God damn, that was
1: But that the was guy crazy. with the with the stitches in his mouth? Mm-hmm. Come on. Crypto some bitches out. Like, seriously, you yeah. know? And you're he telling me your mouth is, so, is so, and so shut, you can't even, like, try to, like, pry your lips open to make a sound, at least? That's
0: not true, because he did pry his lips open at one point. That's oh, what I, I was at, really, the, at the I end? I was testing it. No, no, even before that. Like, his lips come open a little bit. Ah. Like, before he actually rips them completely open. Okay. Like, his lips open a little bit. And that's why I was, like, he could talk. Like, I was, like, testing it, like, trying to keep my lips shut, but... I was, like, <laughs> <to> <laughs> see if I could talk? With duct tape? And it <laughs> <laughs> it bugged the hell out of me. I don't know why they did that, but yeah, it definitely opened a tiny bit, and I was like, "Dude, you could say something!" Like,
1: yeah, I, I, I thought, I thought because uh, because of the mouth thing, I'm like, "This is stupid." I like, yeah. for, for the opening trap, I was not impressed with it. And to be honest, I was impressed with most of the traps in this film.
0: Yeah, some of them weren't that great.
1: Like honestly, I I think this film here, like to me, I wanted more of the uh, jigsaw side story. I couldn't give a fuck about the cop and his bullshit plight about saving everybody. but
0: Because it was so stupidly set up. It was. Yes. Like his, the motivation behind it was, was absolute shit. It,
1: it was, yeah. The thing, you know, like he's punishing people in the other films. Yeah. And in this mm-hmm. one, he's going through this these tests because he's trying to save too many people and neglecting his right. family. <laughs> That's cop life, dude. Like, seriously, like, if you're a cop wife, you know that your cop husband or whatever, you know, partner, blah, 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 um, Mm -hmm. they're going to work long hours. They're going to work shitty hours. They're going to come home, probably won't want to talk as much because of the shit they saw. That's just life being a cop. So to him to go through these tests to not care as much and not Mm -hmm. save everybody, lame. I thought it was so lame. This is the weakest jigsaw plot so far
0: yeah i know i I agree with you there absolutely I was actually bored
2: i me too through most of this like it and when it, yeah i I was just like i had this was the first one I actually had to fight to stay awake through. I was like so freaking bored
0: yeah See, when I was watching it, you know, I guess I was bored would be the correct term to use. But at the end, once we get the twist, I was kind of rejuvenated and I looked at it entirely differently because I couldn't remember the end at all. I mm-hmm. didn't remember the twist in this one at all. See, so I, I, I remember. Like, oh,
2: I- yeah. I- I- oh,
1: go go ahead. ahead. No, no,
0: go ahead.
2: Uh, I remembered it tied into the third one and I didn't remember how. Mm-hmm. And then when we got to the end with the twist, I was pissed. I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. Yeah, I, I'm glad the movie's over because I would have
0: just turned it off. Oh, I had see, I had the I had a different reaction. I, I thought it was really cool, I don't know, I was it was a positive I, reaction.
2: It 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 just it pissed me off. The the whole it was a great setup, great build up,
0: and then he just fucking shoots him. He's like, What?
2: It's like I, I honestly I wanted to see what happened to the to the guy at, at the end of Saw 3. You mm-hmm. know, we spent all that time going through it, and his yeah. daughter's still in there, and then we just <laughs> done. Like, really? I was yeah. like, oh, I was so pissed. I can't even
1: recall if they saved the daughter in Saw Five. Like, honestly, like I'm gonna watch Saw Five tonight because we're recording soon, yeah. um, and I don't want to mess up four and five together. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I remembered in like I remember Donnie Wahlberg coming back. I oh thought that God. was in three recall. and not four. Oh, oh
2: yeah, that's right. He's in. Oh. Yeah, he was in four. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah so I thought you. I thought that happened in three. So I'm like, oh, okay. I guess it happens in four. So it makes kind of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and funny fact that uh, having uh, Donnie Wahlberg. That was like a last-minute add-on to the film. They were going to put somebody else there instead. And he signed on two – I think it was like two days
0: before shooting was supposed to start. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So, I, I can't imagine anybody else with as much of an impact.
0: Were they going to have it be the same character, just a different actor?
1: No. I think it was a, they're going to be a different actor altogether. Oh. And they were able to get Wahlberg, so they uh, so they did. Um, yeah. So, I can't think of who they would use in, in place – To have as much of an impact with the the fans or with the the audience. I I, I don't know what they put before or what they would had in place before. Um, But uh, I kind of liked him showing up at the end. It kind of just ends his storyline.
0: Right. Thankfully,
1: because he's not a good guy to begin with, you know. Um, But yeah, no, I did not like the first trap.
0: (laughs) I was quite ecstatic when they finally addressed – Something that we were talking about in the last episode, and that was the fact of how in the hell would Amanda like lift, drag, and carry all of these people? And so finally, they address it, which of course is kind of the uh, entire setup for this film. It's kind of the whole, the whole ending, at least of this film. Is yeah, because how did she do this?
1: It, it made no sense the way that things played out in the last film. Right. Um. So it, it, that's kind sort of like you know that's one thing about the Saw series. It kept dragging on, but it did kind of tie up all its plot points in a bow within a film or two.
2: Yeah, it does well, that pretty well. It do, it does, but at the same time it they they know about like if you want you're watching this one, it they kind of film this one so that you don't know that it's going on along with Saw 3, but oh. at the same time they introduce a bunch of plot holes because they know who Amanda is. Yeah. Already throughout like the whole freaking movie. Cause they're talking about her, you know? Oh, if well, she couldn't have done this and then this and that, it's like, how do they know that she's working with jigsaw? They haven't even found her yet. After you watch the end of the movie, it's like, what? That was but another thing they, that pissed me
0: off. They figured that out at, didn't they figure that out at the end of saw two? Mm,
2: not that I know of.
0: Because she was in. Okay. How does saw two end? Satchu ends with
2: her locking up Wahlberg in the room and leaving.
1: And she says, game
0: over. Yeah, that's kind of a theme. Mm.
2: Yes, yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. it is a theme. Um, yeah,
2: But, but I I maybe like... they could infer that because yeah. she was one of the survivors. Right, and she's kind of not there. And she just vanishes, so they could right. maybe assume that, I guess. Maybe it's not as big a plot hole as
0: I thought now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Hmm. That's an interesting point, though I hadn't considered. I was kind of wondering, like, I feel like there's things I'm missing. I feel like there's probably plot, po- how, plot holes that I'm missing, but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't find like major ones. They they kind of
1: got rid of like honestly, I saw four ends, and it kind of wipes clean anything that was lingering from the first three, and just creates new ones now with uh, with the forensic officer, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Like it kind of ties up everything nicely so that they can start anew with five.
0: Yeah. Which is, you know, what they do. I believe I don't really remember saw five. I just remember it. I remember watching saw five and saying to myself, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen when I watched it. What? I don't, uh, I don't know now, obviously. uh,
1: Honestly, I have no clue either. I just know that in one saw both Chloe O'Brien's husband from 24 and Julie Benz is in a movie together. Okay. Apart from that, I can't recall what happens in, with who, and what, and where. I really don't know.
3: <laughs> I just
1: know that Julie Benz was miscast, like she is in most of her movies. Yeah, and uh, she shouldn't have gotten uh, those breast implants because they look ridiculous on her.
0: <laughs> That's the real heart of the matter here.
1: Oh, did you see her in uh, what's that? Uh, what's that movie? Uh, the sequel. Uh, you know, the two guys, one's from Walking Dead. Um, they did a sequel with the guns. Shit. Oh, Boondock Saints. They did a oh, sequel in Bo- for the Boondock Saints. And oh she like plays that. an FBI agent with fucking cannons, you know, under her shirt. And yeah. I'm like, that's too bad. You know, like, yeah. she was such a pretty girl. And now she just looks Hollywood fabricated, you know. But yeah. that's just my personal opinion. Right. And nothing to do with Saw.
0: <laughs> so, I'm sorry. In case you are curious. No it's no a
1: blackout knows. tangent.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> But I think she she I think she might be in in six or maybe she's in five. I I don't remember. We'll discover it together. She's in saw five. She, oh she, oh sorry, it is five. Yeah. Oh, I get to see her tonight then. <laughs> Goody. Goody.
0: <laughs> oh man. So I like that we get like kind of this another free uh, secondary character, tertiary character, really, in uh, current commander rig. Brilliant. And now he's the, like one of the main characters in saw Fi, or saw four rather. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just found that humorous took the guy three films, but Hey, here he is now. I got a nice painting for it. Oh, I'm sure, you know, um, I, I just, I just don't understand.
1: Well, obviously it's, do you think jigsaw picked him, or do you think it's Amanda and, uh, Mandalore? I'm, I'm just going to call him Mandalore.
0: Um, I think it has to be Jigsaw because Jigsaw's voice is on the recording. Well, yeah, but he recorded for Amanda too.
1: That's true, right? And at at the same time, you would think that by now that you know it's a computer program using his voice as a filter for these tapes. Yeah, you know, like I I can't recall if Five Six Seven has Jigsaw tapes in it. I just don't remember. Um, But But yeah, I I, I just thought Rig as a character and his reasoning to go through his his traps. Is just plain dumb.
0: Yeah, that's if we. Yeah, if we take away the fact that it could be just a like computer, computerized voice. Mm-hmm. Um, up until this point, I think even the ones he does for Amanda. Yeah, they're not as nearly as uh, like poorly chosen, I guess, or such a lack of motivation behind them. Mm-hmm. And so, even so, I could see him doing those recordings for her, and her just deciding not to kind of put an exit to the. To the trap, like no way to get out. He wouldn't know about that because he's in his, you know, on his deathbed.
1: No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, but, he's not doing the heavy lifting, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: But this one, I mean, it's hard to think, knowing what we know of of Jigsaw up until this point. It's hard to believe that he chose Rig. I would give you that.
1: Yeah, and that's another thing, though, right? Because in three, Amanda. Sealed the door shut, right? There were traps okay. that could have been escaped, but she didn't let them escape. Mm-hmm. Well, if Costas Mandalore is the the muscle, so he let her seal the tomb. So she's he's no better than she is,
0: right? Right. I imagine we'll get that going forward. But yeah. how the hell are you going to make?
1: I don't know three movies on that. <laughs> well, on. you know what? I can make eight movies of Costas Mandalor because he's Costas Mandalor. <sighs>
0: You know, I want to tell you something. I, coming back to this, all I can think about is, oh my god, we're getting to the Casas Mandalor films. Like these are <laughs> the shit ones. I cannot stand this guy. He was in Hyenas, which is quite literally one of the you know top ten, maybe top fifteen worst movies uh, made for sci-fi. Just horrible fucking movie. And he was not that bad in this film. No, he, he doesn't do much at all. Yeah, but what he does wasn't bad. He was fine.
1: And. I Again, it's been so long since I've seen his movies. It seems he's yeah. getting like a little more bloatier and bloatier as the
0: movies go on. Wait, Oh, man. Yeah. You know? I think Hyenas is after a lot of these. And From, he is, if I remember right, much more bloated. Yeah. I guess would be the nice way of saying it uh, and once you get into the later films. But. The thing is,
1: you know, it's okay for him to be bloated because he is the Fist of the North Star. So he is Fist of the North Star, oh, causes okay. Mandalore. So really... <laughs> If that's oh. not a wrestler, I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and his so, name is so much fun to say. Like, honestly, he's probably got one of the best I, names in showbiz.
0: I do like his name. That's mm-hmm.
1: true. Rolls off the tongue. Kind of like... So, breathe
0: kind of like vomit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I
1: missed you guys. It's been 20 days.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Agent Strom... And Agent Perez, Agent Strom is like instantly unlikable. Yes. Yeah. And his character, it doesn't, there is no arc to his character at all. He's always playing pissed off, angry, uh, impatient. Like, I I just do not like him. Even when he's like, uh, when uh, Perez dies, even then he still like, doesn't have any change in his character. Yeah. I just, I thought he was horrible. There's a horribly written character.
1: And we can say that Perez is... Perez dying? Mm-hmm. Well, that's just full-blown murder. There was no trap, right? Right. It was just a doll shooting like a, blus- a blunderbuss out of its head. Yeah. Like, that's that's just cold-blooded did I murder.
2: Actually, did it actually kill her, though? I thought it was just
0: shrapnel it's... and they were trying to... Oh, I thought
1: she was dead.
0: No, huh? I don't think she's dead because... Oh. I think she's in the hospital at this point. I don't know if we come across that character again. I have no idea but i th- I thought it was kind of implied at least that she was not dead, but she was in the hospital like in the i c u or whatever
1: uh I didn't see her, so
0: yeah
3: I see you shut up
1: um <laughs> yeah I, honestly again, people will find out more uh, once you George saw five um right. but yeah, I assumed that she had perished. But, you know, again, it didn't, it didn't look deep though. Like it didn't look, like it was a killing wound, but right. it's a saw universe, you know, so anything can kill you type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there were, you know, poison tipped shrapnel or something. I don't know, but <laughs> I just assume she dies and that just doesn't match the MO of Jigsaw.
0: Right. It was so strange. The whole Jigsaw's um, whole yeah. story like, in this one was so strange.
1: Why could even? why even get rid of her? Just, to, just right. to throw away like that, then why even have two agents, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Just some weird plot points in this one.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: again, to me, that's secondary to John's uh, story, which I liked a
0: lot. You know. So, obviously, we find out, you know, we meet his wife in this one, mm-hmm. which I didn't understand why Strome was such an asshole to his wife the entire fucking movie. Like, she's, like, cooperated with them from the beginning of the investigation from what we can tell at least. Yeah. And uh I mean it's just his ex it's just her ex-husband like
1: I think it's just I, guilty by association. Like yeah. no matter what you can be exonerated but you're still right. guilty. You were married to a it's like uh, okay so uh, it's like the wife of uh, of uh, the shooter from Orlando, right? You know, yes. she, her for life, she'll be known as the wife Well, now finding out that she fucking went to the gun store with the guy and didn't tell the police that he was going to kill people. So she should, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But, you know, like that person is always going to be the wife of that killer. So in the right. same way with this, she is always going to be the wife of the jigsaw killer. Yeah. No matter what, she can be, she can become a saint in, in, in the, well, maybe not Catholic, you know, but uh, she could become a saint somewhere and um, she'll still have that, that, that tarnish yeah. on her name. Mm-hmm. again not her fault she didn't even know about the whole thing right or did she and she i think she kind of had an idea at the end
0: well i think but, we find out more about her as the series on yeah if i remember right yeah i think there's a trap involving her if i remember right
1: but, <laughs> yeah I, I think causes mandalore fist of the north star kills her but that's just me
2: <laughs> see i actually liked her me, me too and you know what
1: No, uh so that actress, which, of course, all my tabs are now closed because of my power failure. Um, right. But she was Angel in Avenging Angel, Angel 2, which I'll talk about in greater detail during my CSSC 5 Backlog Challenge uh, thing. But, uh, yeah, so I'm like, oh, that is her.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's well. kind of like, oh, it links everything together. <laughs> uh, so one of the next traps we get is the hair trap which oh. i wasn't a fan of and mostly just because jigsaw doesn't ever explain why this woman isn't worth saving she's, so
1: well, she's like, a child she, prostitute or pimp yeah, she's a child yeah. pimp
0: a child pimp
1: what yeah, the, the th-
3: fuck did
0: you get that from uh, I in, in that. the pictures.
2: About it. Yeah, yeah well in the pictures but they also talk about it yeah do they yep. what yeah yeah she she I prostitutes kids
1: to uh, to uh to probably ha caucasian men <laughs>
0: that's a good assumption hi yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah i guess you know, wow. you know like all those pictures on the wall there and yeah, i uh, saw
0: those but i didn't see any like anything that stood out to me as oh that's a child i thought she was just like a prostitute
1: yeah, child prostitute even worse yeah
0: but anyway i didn't like the trap very much i thought it was kind of mediocre
1: yeah it's kind of lame like seriously you can't find scissors anywhere I I yeah, gnawing with my teeth, you know. Try I know. to. I know. mean,
0: he well, did. I think they took all the scissors, scissors
2: out. Took but them Even off. still, it was just like, really? I'll
1: break a window, get a shred of glass, do something, you know? No. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a bit lame.
2: It uh, was one graphic. I-, I will give it that. It was very graphic. Managed that quite well. Yeah, I I was squirming through that one. That one. Yeah, Yeah. Uh,
1: apparently digital effects were used uh, in the trap because the actress had short hair. And I guess the <laughs> wig that they were using kept bubbling upwards as the hair was getting pulled to the machine. So they had to use uh, some uh, CGI special effects. Some of the blood looked kind of fake. It's because they had to use CGI because uh, uh wig problems.
0: Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. And apparently as well, though, they had to reshoot the fight scene after that she gets saved oh, yeah. multiple times because they couldn't get it done properly in editing. So they they shot it, they tried to edit the scene, they had to shoot it again, edit again, shoot it a third time. They just couldn't get it going to flow with the film. Interesting. Yeah.
0: This is completely unrelated, and I think what made me think of it was because you were talking about retakes. Okay. And I was watching uh, The Shining yesterday. The Shining. But what was actually on before that was The Shining miniseries. The one that Stephen King likes and the one that he, you know. I never saw that. He was
2: a involved with, yeah.
0: We need to do that in a podcast. We need to watch both and kind of compare and contrast and, and talk about that. Well, so they're very, do. very different animals. That would be
1: fun. I, I wouldn't mind doing that.
0: But anyway, that was a tangent that. Is Costas Mandalore in the uh, Shining miniseries with but Stephen Webber? He's not.
1: Oh, uh, I'm not interested then. Yeah. Through that in the garbage pile.
0: Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, one thing that they kind of did really well here, and it's something that they kind of played with in the in Bowsman's first two uh, outings, was the the washes in between scenes, or whatever you want to call them, the wipes in between scenes. Yep. One that really stood out was when Rig throws the blonde through the mirror, and then it wipes to, like, the scene in the police station. I thought that was really well done, really cool, and kind of took what they started in the first two and it kind of fleshed out a little bit. I really like that.
1: Yeah. He was, uh, the director uh, Bozeman was pissed off because I guess in a the theatrical cut, a lot of his wipes and transitions were, were edited out. Oh. Um, so I am watching the, or I have a copy of the unrated director's cut. So yep. a, a bunch of them, I guess were put back in. So like I listened to his commentary with him and lyric, uh, bent who played rig and, uh, rig had actually never, or lyric, I should say, had never seen the film because he doesn't watch his own movies. So, him doing commentary was the first time he saw Saw 4. Oh, wow. And uh, same thing with uh, Bowsman I guess he didn't know which copy or which uh, edit of the film they were doing commentary on. Oh, okay. So, he was actually surprised at some of the uh, wipes that they had because uh, he had filmed a whole bunch, and I guess a whole shitload had been taken out for the theatrical version. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, so my Saw 4 copy, I've got a runtime of 95 minutes.
0: Yep, that's mine too. Okay. No oh, good. Yep, we watched one. Nice. See, I don't know which how long mine has in the other room. <laughs> I remember mine having a lot of different training.
1: I'm pretty sure yeah. we all watched the
0: copy on this one. Yeah, I'm sure. One, <laughs> speaking of Acosta's Mandalore, I love the moment Getting when uh, the guy walks into the room where Mandalore and Matthews are, where Ma- uh, Hoffman and Matthews are kind of trapped. Yes. And uh, he says, "You." he's got like the, the bandage in his mouth. He's like, you fucking hear me, you fucking motherfucker. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid.
1: Uh, it, it, you know, it's so cheese at the same time, you know? Right. Uh, oh, I loved it. I'm trying to like this film more now that we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that it's so bad it's good movies, you know? Right. The only shitty thing about it is you have to watch the first three, you know? <laughs> Which actually no. isn't so bad.
0: But. Yeah. Oh, so we get we meet Ivan in this one. And so he... Okay. So this Ivan supposedly raped, tortured, and, and from what I can tell from the photos, murdered like a dozen women is what it looked like in the pictures. Yeah. But yet he's somehow out of prison and living this life as like a motel manager or at least like a, a front desk worker. Yeah. I didn't get that at all. All
1: his court cases got thrown out for some reason. I yeah. don't know why. I'm assuming yeah. maybe his brutality because I know I would have kicked the shit out of him if I found <laughs> right. him, you know. Right. Um yeah, but again, though, typecast, fat, you know, not good-looking white guy as a CD, you know,
0: right? I I don't
1: know. It's like okay, whatever, you know. Yeah, so a fat guy has to be a child molester, man.
0: <laughs> that that trap though was probably is at least one of the most memorable from this. One of my favorites in this. The. Yes, Nike into the eye. Oh, that was brutal. Look, I mean, look as brutal as I could possibly look, and then the limbs just being pulled off. I thought that was ox work there.
1: His problem was that he didn't do both eyes at the same time.
0: I know. I don't know why the hell he didn't do that.
1: That's I would, I, I would have double gunned it. You know, like two yeah. beers, just shotgun him.
0: Why have the pain twice when you just get,
1: get over with? Right, you'll pass out. You'll wake up. You can't see anything. That's the thing. One of my biggest fears and the reasons why I still wear glasses is that. I don't want to wear contacts. I don't want to touch my eyes. I don't want to get yeah. surgery because I'm afraid that I might lose my sight. Oh, I know. Fuck you know. Um, so if I had six seconds to live, and either live blind or, or die, I think I would personally. I I probably would not go with the blindness. Yeah, man. To me, sight's it's the best. It's the best. You know, sense. Um, And being such a a movie fan and whatnot, and then him being, you know, he he works in a slummy hotel room that probably, you know, charges, you know, by the hour. Um, What do you really have to live for if you can't see your puppy again, you know? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I think I probably would just – I got a minute left to live, you know? So be it.
0: Another thing that bugged me about that was the the thing – the timer starts and then like the tape plays and then he says you have 60 seconds and he only had like 20 seconds left. I was Uh, like, that's –
1: Oh, I blame one Fist night. of North Star Conus Mandalore for that one. He just yeah. doesn't want that guy <laughs> right. to survive, you know. But but it's true though. Like a lot of these things, you know, like they pull the pin, the tape goes off. It's like, oh, you got six seconds. Well, no, you got about thirty seconds left now.
3: Right.
1: Sucks. So um, uh, so really, what you have to learn from this and from the series is if you're if you wake up jury rigged to a trap, mm-hmm. d- don't don't struggle, don't move your head too much.
0: Yeah. Don't exactly. pop your pin too early. You know. Right.
1: Those are dating too. Don't pop your pin too early, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Life lesson.
1: Come on. From Uncle Mark to you guys, don't pop your pin. (laughs) Uncle
0: Mark. Oh, man.
1: Uncle Mark's eating the bourbon tonight.
0: I got some more (laughs) life stories for later. Uh, Did you guys catch – I liked that moment when John was sitting in his car waiting for his wife to come up and that hooker approached.
1: Did and you, you know, catch that? yes, I did. Oh, but only reason why I caught it is because of the commentary. Because I wouldn't have.
0: Wait, who oh, was really? I didn't yes. catch it. It was the girl from Saw Two. It was it
1: was, it was the angel, girl. the prostitute chick from Saw Two.
2: No was, shit. Yes, I, I didn't yeah, I really catch that.
1: that. I wouldn't have either. And now the reason why they did that is apparently, um, any scene happening at the clinic, mm-hmm. uh, Bausman used a whole bunch of characters from Saw One to Saw Three. The thing is, is that because of the way it edits and the way he cut it, you don't really realize because the very little uh, time is set on the people in the clinic. Right. So one of the big ones was the prostitute because she had a little more time with John. But everybody that, that went to the clinic was all people that were victims and just people that were in the first three Saw movies. Which makes sense because John was always at the clinic waiting for his wife, right? Right. So he's like, "Look at these people, you know, they're fucking their lives on drugs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clean them." Mm-hmm. So it makes total sense. But yeah, if, if it wasn't for the uh, for the commentary, I would not have made the connection.
0: Yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty proud of myself now. Fuck yeah! Two points <laughs> for you, my friend. Two points for you. Oh man. It was really sad watching. uh, I don't know John's wife's name. I didn't catch that the entire time. Uh, Watching her lose the baby.
1: I think it's Jill. Jill Tuck, yes, Jill.
0: Okay. Yeah, watching Jill lose the baby was a pretty sad moment.
1: Yeah, it was. And there was something about that, which I had in my notes, but I can't read my handwriting. I need, if you guys want to start a Patreon page for us, (laughs) um, I need it in the laptop. So I like to have people donate so I can get myself a a Mac Air. (laughs) book to better the podcast because I can't read my, my, my scribble. But yeah, I, I I guess they made this, I guess if I recall correctly, they shot the scene a little more true to life. So it was a little gorier because what oh. you saw on screen isn't exactly what happens in real life. Um, And I guess they had to re-edit or they had to digitize some stuff so it didn't look as gory. Okay. Um, yeah, um, but I can't find my notes right now because
2: uh, of no. bourbon.
1: But anyways, <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I, apparently that scene i guess in real life when you have a, a miscarriage of that nature um it's a little uh, it's, it's a little uh more colorful than uh, they yeah. showed on screen
3: yeah yeah. Mm. yeah
0: it's hard to think about yeah so I, another trap that i i didn't think was very good was the couple hanging in the classroom it's like the the child the pedophile or whatever
1: oh i dug uh, that one
0: I I don't I just don't think I was smart enough. I'm smart enough to really understand what the hell was going on because okay. weren't the the arrows or whatever the the pipes going through like the same spots on both people? No, no. no.
1: So the way it was, go- I guess they're not they're not hung exactly symmetric like symmetrically. I guess okay. so. It went through both couple uh, both people, yeah. but it went through her. It when you pull like I guess it just hit like a, a flesh woundy area, so nothing vital. But the arrow went through a vital part on his side. So she so, can pull out the arrow, it would make him bleed out, but she would be okay. It's just a flesh wound. Right. So it go it would go through muscle, but it wouldn't it wouldn't tear through um a major artery.
0: So even if she didn't do anything, he would still die, right? Uh
1: I would might have that, lived that, longer. Yeah, maybe to a point where they could maybe like you know maybe clipped the, the the arteries or something. I don't know what doctors do. They you know, mm-hmm. um, but no matter what, she would have been okay. But eventually, I guess she would have died of blood loss if she wouldn't have done anything. And same with right, him. Yeah, but mean. as soon as she pulled out an arrow, her time started taking a lot more slowly than his because it would open a wound on a major artery and he would bleed a lot faster. Mm-hmm. That's why when Rig showed up at the end. I think he was already dead, and she had her last arrow, and she was just struggling to do it because, well, you know, she already had pulled, out like, six other arrows out of her body.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like that trap. I, I thought it was different. Mm-hmm.
1: But, again, you know, it was a cool trap, but still on a shitty storyline. Yeah. You know? Because, again, for her to, to save herself, all she had to do was save herself, he didn't have to do anything. So, right. it wasn't even a trap for him. His yeah, trap absolutely. was to move on, which yeah. is lame as fuck.
0: hmm Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I loved I laughed out loud when the random FBI agent got killed because <laughs> the other idiot like accidentally set the trap off. I thought that was fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, that's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> it was so stupid, it's
1: senseless. You know, yeah, it was senseless?
0: Right. Um. What was the knife? Oh, yeah. I love the knife trap with like the asshole who gets um, who makes John and his wife lose the baby. Oh it was, like, yeah, a, a, a trap essentially is what I got from it.
1: That was very cool. Now, apparently, um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Bausman had issues with the knives when they put them on set mm. um, because they were wooden knives that were painted. So he's okay. like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? It looks shitty as fuck. <laughs> but I guess during, um, during post-production, they put some sheen on the, on the blade, so it looks like a light is shining off of them, which kind of hides some of the, the thickness of the wood grain on the knives. Right. So you right. can't really tell that they're wooden knives because like, even though like, the blade is is wood, it's just painted wood. Um, so uh, so yeah, he's like fuck, this is gonna suck. These knives look shitty. They made him look sharp in post production with CGI.
3: Cool.
1: Yeah, which obviously how else you're gonna make this scene work, right? You know, like because the guy is pushing his face through the knives. Yeah. Was, I thought it was really cool. Yeah,
0: that's thought... technically
1: his first trap.
0: Not his first trap, you said. No, it is his no. first trap. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's what I, that's what I was getting to.
1: Yeah. But just the fact, too, that, you know, okay, so he's just – he's standing in front of a bin of barbed wire. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, coincidence, whatever, yeah. you know, like.
0: Well, no, I th- I feel like he did that on purpose, too.
1: Really? Because he thought he yeah. knew his trap was going to be too easy. So, you know, if he's going to bum- a bull rush him, he's going to just go jump into a pile of razor wire.
0: The way it was set up, it just led me to believe that, yeah, he was – he he expected him to come at him and to move out of the way. I don't know why, I guess. Yeah. Just his look, the way he handled it, I guess, but – I gotta tell you, it took me like the entire fucking film to realize that the the guy who came in to wa- watch um, Matthews and Hoffman was the attorney from earlier in the film. Did you guys get that early on, or did it take you the whole whole damn time too?
1: Uh, well, once he actually showed his face, because then you saw the, the yeah. stitching
0: around his mouth. Yeah. Well, apart from that, like, <laughs> no, didn't even get it then. It took me <laughs> to, like longer <laughs> than that. I'm like, Whoa, shit! Like, what an idiot! I didn't even realize it. I didn't connect his face with the attorney for some reason
1: well, but, well that's the thing though is like you know like okay who's this schmo right like what's his point of the right. story and it's only through the backstory where you find out that he's the attorney so you know like what did he do wrong
0: i, I yeah i know that's another that, thing that, i couldn't really get yeah i, I just do so understand he was he was the attorney for ivan who was acquitted three times or whatever and so i guess that's shitty But, like, he never treated John poorly from what we saw in the film at least. He
1: was John's partner, right? Wasn't he John's partner? He had a goatee in the picture. Like, I believe they wanted to start a company together. And I thought he was his, like, money partner.
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe. You could absolutely be right. I didn't get that, though. I I, thought he was, like, the attorney for the partners.
1: (sighs) I thought maybe he was one of the partners. But I could be wrong. (laughs)
0: The guy in the picture looked like a bigger guy. Like he was kind of like fatter, I guess.
1: Well, that's Cossus Mendler from Saw 6.
0: <laughs> so. Oh, gosh.
1: Yeah, he's face of the North Buffy. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Buffy of the North Star.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, one of my
0: favorite kills in this has to be the ice block head smash on Matthews, which was fucking awesome.
1: It was so satisfying.
0: I loved it. I loved it. Another thing of note was that we get a longer take on the shotgun collar from Saw 3. Yeah. And goddamn, it's super brutal. Just the, the, God, it was gross. Just like the, (laughs) everything just laying there. Speaking
1: speaking of gross, I just found my note regarding the miscarriage scene. Oh, okay. I guess it was written in the script where the uh, miscarriage was supposed to fall out. Of her. So she had lost her baby and it was written in the script where the baby actually fell out. And, uh, they were like, no, we're not going to film that. So that's where right. I got it. So it was supposed to be bloodier, but only in <laughs> on the script where wow. it was supposed to be scripted. And I don't know if it was ever storyboarded or not, mm-hmm. but yeah, apparently, uh, the, I guess, just sitting child was supposed to fall between her legs. And, uh, yeah, they did not film that. So yeah, that's, that's, nice. that's taste, you know, like, I don't think I, I I know I don't want to see that.
0: No, absolutely not. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah, so like we were talking about kind of a little bit earlier is just the the twist here so obviously the twist is that Hoffman is working with Jigsaw and the whole film is actually taking place real time alongside Saw 3 and yes. so that opening that we get of the autopsy that it kind of opens and closes the film. That's actually after all of the events that we are watching in flashback. That's exactly Um,
1: the whole film is a flashback.
0: Right. Yeah. And so we don't even really, this is not our first post jigsaw film, even though we believe that's what we're watching. Yeah. We don't get our first post jigsaw film. I'm guessing until saw five, but yeah,
1: unless there's like a flashback in five, but I'm pretty sure we're jigsaw free from that one.
0: Right. Which, I mean, to me, I was such a mind fuck to me. I loved that aspect of it because I didn't expect it at all. I completely forgotten about it. But um, another moment I loved was because... Or another reason I loved that moment was because at the beginning of the film, we see, I forget which character, getting, like, taken. And then a couple seconds later, we see Costas Mandalore. We see Mm. Hoffman. And behind him is the mask, the pig mask. Yes. And as a viewer in the beginning, we're assuming that he got Even abducted it doesn't move, that that's a you know taking him at yeah. that point but in reality we find out in the in the end the montage that it's just sitting there on his sh- on his like coat hanger or whatever
1: yeah. that is a mask of the fist of the north star
0: <laughs> yes there <it sure> is <laughs> and i thought that was really cool i don't know it's just something small that i really love like really liked a lot
1: yeah, you know what? I, I I think the series gets shit on now because of Cassus Mandalore. Right. <laughs> and I, I'm actually now, I, I, in a perverse way, I'm kind of looking forward to watching these remaining movies I know, I am to too. get some more Cassus Mandalore. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the more we talk about him, the more I like him. So, fuck you guys. You have gone for an interview. Oh.
0: Can you make that happen? I couldn't afford it. Are you kidding me? That'd
1: be so cool. (laughs) I'm just, what would I get to sign? Oh, I don't know. know. Six was good, but two was five. Seven's coming out, you (laughs) know?
0: Seven's in 3D. Best of the North Star. (laughs) All right. There you go. So, Ash, what are your final thoughts on Saw 4 and your star rating?
2: I Overall, I just didn't like it. The ending pissed me off. Uh, I was bored. I mean, some of the the effects were great. I will give it that. Mm -hmm. I didn't give a shit about any of the characters except for the wife. uh, And I didn't like the way she was treated through most of it. Um, I didn't didn't like
0: her. I don't know why. I just didn't.
2: I kind of did. I I don't know. I I don't know what it was about those scenes. I liked the wife and I just, I detested the FBI guy. Um, Yeah. But overall, I just, I, didn't like it at all I I I, and it has like a few decent scenes to it so, mm. but overall just didn't save it for me I give this one a one and a half
0: all right one and a half out of four and what about you Mark what are your final thoughts on Saw 4 well I'm really to I'm ready to
1: offshoot uh, and do a solo podcast called the cult of Casas Mandalore now <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it's escalated very quickly
1: I, I, I I'm this close now to get a tattoo on my ass of Casas <laughs> Mandalore I fucking love Casas Um Again, I think it could be the Eagle Rare Street Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey talking. But, oh, Casas Mandalor. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's very, very possible. Um, uh, you know what? I didn't like the rig storyline, but I liked the flashbacks of John and Jill knowing more about them. Um, but I still think by far it's the weakest of the saws. So I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it two stars. Okay. Still still not horrible because of John's nice. storyline. Um, so I'm going to give it half points. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to give it half uh, half points for John's storyline and Causes Mandalore. Mm.
0: So two stars is what you're giving this one? Yes, sir. Excellent. Yeah, Jeez. so I mean, this was an odd one because once the twist was revealed, I ended up liking it a lot more than I did while I was watching it before the twist. <laughs> I still... I... You know the the Hoffman going from forensics to a detective I mentioned earlier, but I can forgive it and move on just because I can chalk it up as a necessary change to move it forward. Um, but you know there's a lot of problems with the motivations for this one that is a real downer because they weren't really present the first uh, three films. the you know it wasn't really that problem. Um, but the entirety of the story is actually, i I thought was pretty damn impressive and it was enjoyable. Some of the traps were mediocre to say the least, but there were others that I liked a whole hell of a lot. Like the um the the ice block just smashing Matthew's head was I just awesome. Mm-hmm. But um and Satisfying. the special effects, like I said, were probably the best yet. Um so it was a lot better, honestly, than I anticipated it being. Um, but I'm ready to move on to a post jigsaw saw universe. And so I'm giving this one two and a half out of four stars. Nice. The weakest, but uh, I still enjoyed it for what it was. So,
1: uh, yeah, I think right now it's the weakest, but I don't think it will be the worst once we're done. Nope.
0: I agree. Yeah,
2: I would agree with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that is Saw Four, and next episode we move on to Saw Five and mm. some more of Mark's
1: Costas Mandalor.
0: There it is. <laughs> Business star,
1: Costas Mandalor, King of the Buffet, Costas Mandalor. <laughs>
0: So look for the next episode. We're going to talking. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about uh, CSSC five. Talking about um, more things that we've uh, been watching over the past few days, past couple weeks here. Um, talking about. I'm going to talk specifically about some things that I've bought recently mm-hmm. because Scream Factories had a sale um, that I kind of mentioned in my horror pack unboxing video for june which just went live on our youtube page so make sure you check out cinefessions.com you can check out that unboxing video you can talk check out my review of fantastic four and um yeah a whole hell of a lot more so check out cinefessions.com for that and make sure you check back to the website on monday i guess that would be what's the date that would be june 27th because episode 54 will be live on Monday June 27th so make sure you check back for that and then there again will be an episode on July 1st. So next week's a big week for us. we're excited to have two podcasts going live next week so let's uh that means we're gonna conclude the saw series by July 8th so that's not bad at all
1: Nope no, no not at all And then on to greater and uh better things yeah probably without causes Mandalore so he will always be in our hearts.
0: yes always.
2: And our colons oh. <laughs> huh?
0: my dick oh, oh my gosh alright so I guess that is that for tonight gentlemen thank you for joining me it was a blast as always and I missed talking with you guys so that was yes. uh, great to, to finally catch up uh, yes. once again
1: some say yes some say no but god damn it we'll do it again
0: that's right we will absolutely right alright <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening and we will catch you next time